Welcome to the New Money Habits Podcast, where we talk about how to create a better plan for your money so you don't have to live paycheck to paycheck. Here are your hosts, Sarah Jones and Nino Villa. Welcome back, Budgeteers. Coach Nino Villa here, and my partner on the airways is alongside of me, as she always is. It's Sarah Jones. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Nino. Well, um, I know that you've been in Arizona for a bit, and I know that um, you're kind of exploring and doing those things, and and you're fighting the good fight over the overnight lows that um, <laughs> you didn't sign up for. Um, but uh, anything to share about your stay? Mm, I, you know what, I have to say that Arizona knows how to do car shows. We went yes. to a, a car show that. On, and we've been, I've been to some car shows in my life. I love them. Absolutely love them. And Arizona knows how to do them up. And this is, so we've taken advantage of um, a couple that free admission. So just shout out to all of you folks out there that um, don't forget to look for the free things to do that you don't always have to have spend money, right? To, to gain experiences and to make memories and to have a good time. There's a ton of free stuff out there to do. And um, Arizona does a lot of free car shows and boy, oh boy, are they amazing and almost overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I've been to one or two, um, kind of around the Valley and, uh, I I'd have to agree with you. One of my favorites was a, a Corvette car show. Cause mm. I'm just, I don't know. I've always liked Corvette, but, uh, yeah. And to the point of like free, um, there, there's an event coming up. Um, that I'm really excited about. And I've been kind of like sharing with uh, neighbors and friends. And it's another one of these free events where it's like, this actually doesn't cost anything, but there's going to be food and games and rides and like this big old festival. And it's not going to cost a penny. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to your point, like there are plenty of events and things that you can do around town and in your community. Um, that don't necessarily always cost something, but can be a great way to like go on a date night or uh, take the family out, what have you. Absolutely. And while it did cost, you know, fuel over there. So, um, you know, there are some maybe additional expenses, but not, not as much. Right. And, and I would say we went to, you know, you would have loved it. It was an all Chevy car show. Oh. Thousands and thousands thousands of only Chevys there. It was amazing. And Chevy's not a sponsor of this show. I'm just going to say, <laughs> but it was a really great car show. And I took so many pictures and it was unbelievable. But the time that my husband and I spent there connecting for us, right? It was something that we enjoy doing. So we got some sunshine. We got to talk, right, about something different than what we would normally talk about. We did something that we both enjoyed. It was hours of entertainment, and it wasn't that far away. And again, so it cost the fuel to get over there. But I don't think that we've utilized enough free events. Um, and so, yeah, get out and find those free events, folks, because they really can bring a lot of joy and just some kind of decompression into your life. Um you know, and, and some really good memories and good experiences. So that's awesome. Uh, yes. It, I, my first car was a Chevy Camaro. So mm. I am uh, a little partial just to kind of like that, like Chevy sports cars. And mm -hmm. like I said, I, I've always liked Corvettes, 
But uh, anywho, um, <laughs> let's get into what we're here to talk about today because we have another um, post, a community post, uh, this time from somebody who wanted to remain anonymous. And so that's fine. Um, but it was a question that was kind of put out into the community. And I'm like, you know, I want to address this one on the podcast. So we're going to do another mm-hmm. Ask the Coaches episode of the New Money Habits podcast, where we're going to address this question. So uh, here's the specific question, and then I'll kind of summarize uh, some other details. But the question is, if you could make $44 an hour, and you currently make $28 an hour, but you would have to find childcare and give up working from home, would you? And so kind of, uh, again, summarize it and maybe bring a little bit more context. Um, you know, here's somebody who's currently making $28 an hour is working from home. And, I, and evidently that's helping out with childcare. They have an opportunity to make $44 an hour, but they use the words give up working from home. So it sounds like maybe they enjoy that or it's convenient or whatever. And they would have to find childcare. And so... Would you, would you, Sarah, would I, um, and I, and I want to kind of unpack that today because I think, um, you know, ever since the pandemic and people kind of shifting a little bit of their perspective about work, I don't know. I just happened to kind of prescri- subscribe. I was about to say prescribe. I don't prescribe anything. Uh, I am not a doctor. <laughs> I subscribe to the idea that um, money is not the end-all, be-all. And mm-hmm. so while that is a huge increase, and, and just for context, because I'm a big numbers, calculate the numbers math nerd, <laughs> going from $28 an hour to $14 an hour, assuming a 40-hour work week? 44. Six, $44 an hour, 44. Sorry. That's okay. okay uh, tw- uh, yeah. Yes. $28 to $44, assuming a 40-hour work week, would be $640 a week. That is $2,773 a month. And that's an extra $33,000 a year. So it's nothing to sneeze at or to balk mm-hmm. at. It, it, it's considerable. But uh, what say you, Sarah? Would you do it? Boy, this, you know, I'll be honest, you know, this one's a, this, this is a tough one for me because I think there are so many factors. My first instinct is to say no. The very first thing that comes to my mind is to say no. And I think that's for several reasons. Number one, I love working from home and I have the dedication to be able to work from home and I don't have, you know, I I think it might be... So many factors to this. I don't even know where to go with it right off the bat, right? Um, I've worked from home for so long that I was able to work from home while my kids were home. But I, I'll take even maybe the other side of this. That I know a lot of, and I'm I'm taking this from a mom's perspective of, you know, I can't t- necessarily take it from um, a dad's perspective, but from a mom's perspective, I know a lot of moms that, while they love working from home and being around their kids, it doesn't feel like they ever get a break. And so sometimes working outside of the home gives them a different type of mental stability, right? That they mm-hmm. really crave and, and it does them 
wonders for giving the, the, the separation between work and home and kids and allows them to feel like they're spending more quality time, they're more productive at work, and they get more quality time when they're home because work isn't in the way it's left at the office. Um, and 33000 a year, I mean, that's a pretty significant jump, as you said. I mean, that's, I mean, that, that's a full-time income. Right. I mean, that's a that's a full time income, especially when we're kind of talking where we're at right now with inflation and the cost of everything. This could be this is an interesting question. Yeah. And of course, like any other question that's kind of posted, especially like in a community or whatever. There's only so much context you have at first. And then as mm -hmm. people kind of chime in or whatever, maybe more context divulges. But like here here. I'm going to stick with just the question itself first, and then I'm going to talk mm -hmm. about the importance of additional context, right? So mm -hmm. in the question itself, like I said a moment ago, the the commenter, the, the, the person posting the question says, but would have to find childcare. Okay, mm -hmm. that's already a red flag. And give up working from home. Mm -hmm. So what I want to what I want to focus on is this. This person in their question has already identified what is most important to them by saying the word but, right? If you could make $44 an hour and currently make $28 an hour, and then the very next word is but, if you don't know, I'm going to give you a quick education on the word but. When you use the word but, you are essentially dismissing everything you said before that word. So... By using the word but in this question, I can already tell like money is important, but it's not as important as what's to come. And that is the need to find childcare and the giving up working from home. So with the question itself, I would probably err on the side of it doesn't sound like this is going to be the best thing for you, but additional context is needed. So if I was actually sitting across the table from somebody, here are the questions I would be asking. One is this the same type of job or are we talking about two different types of jobs? Because if we're talking about two different types of work, well, then it's also going to be important to ask, what would you rather be doing? Mm -hmm. Because to me, being happy at what you do is far more important than the dollars you make. And that's true for a lot of people, but it's not true for all people. Right? So I would want to know that. I would want to know, have you calculated the childcare costs? Because while you're making $640 more a week, and it would be really hard to burn that all up on childcare, childcare can be expensive. It can be $250 a week. It can be $300 a week. It can be $400 a week. And now you're, you're eating in a great deal of the surplus you were going to be making. Mm -hmm. The other part of that is the commute. Have you calculated the commute? Are we talking about a 10-minute commute? Are we talking about a 60-minute commute? Have you calculated not only the time that that... Because here's the other thing about, like, for me, I've been working from home for 10 years. And so when I had a W-2 job and I had to work 9 to 5, I quite literally only gave that company my time from 9 to 5. I no longer gave that company my time from 8 to 9 to get there and from mm -hmm. five to six to get home, right? There's so much more that goes into 
is this the right decision for you? I love the fact that you brought up some people actually want to work outside of the home for a little bit of those boundaries or just a little bit of that compartmentalization of I leave the house, I go to work, I come home, and now I've disengaged from work. And sometimes people find that hard when they're working from home to like truly leave work at work. Um, so there's just so much to it. I've ranted and rambled a little bit for a few minutes. Sarah, uh, I want to give you an opportunity to kind of <laughs> challenge anything I said, agree with something that you heard. Well, I mean, I think I agree with so much of it, right? That, that, um, when we're looking at just the question, I, I love how you picked out, you know, the but and give up, right? Because if they're using that language when they're, the, they're asking that question, then there's some hesitation already, right? There's really some some things that they want to um, that they're not they're not sure about. And so I always say, listen to your intuition. You know, if you're having those thoughts right from the get go, chances are you already know the answer to your question. Another thing, you know, when we're looking, and if we do just easy numbers here, Nino, it, so at 33000 a year, and I took, um, you know, daycare at $1,200 a month. Mm -hmm. That's approximately 50% of the extra that you're making, approximately, mm -hmm. right? So now instead of thirty-three a year, you're really looking at about sixteen a year. And then you add on the extra fuel. You're probably going to need some other clothes for, you know, dress code at work I, or some type of uniform or something, right? There's going to be more wear and tear on your vehicle. So I, I think you would easily add in a couple thousand dollars for, for those costs, right? Probably eating out more because that's a common thing. You're working outside of the home, so your, your eating out costs are going to go up. You know, I would say that instead of looking at the 33 a year when we factor in some of those other costs, I would say maybe you're looking at 12000 a year. Still significant. Still $1,000 a month. Still $1,000 a month. Still definitely worth considering. But when you look at that versus twenty seven, twenty eight hundred, you know, now how are you feeling about it, right? Now, is... Are there other ways that I could bring in $1,000 a month that I could still keep doing a lot of what I'm currently doing? Is there a side hustle that I could do? You know, if you're really looking at making some extra money, are there other things that you could do instead of going to a different job or changing your whole working situation? Um, I so many factors. That. I love that. Like, I <laughs> love... Because we're big, both math nerds. And so when you actually calculate out all of the other costs that might be associated with m making this change, and then you're like, okay, what I might be actually looking at, like real dollars, real cents is maybe an extra thousand dollars a month. I love that you're, you're thinking about, well, is there just another way we can make an extra thousand dollars a month that <laughs> doesn't necessarily require all of this other commitment? Now, mm -hmm. If those costs are not that, right? Because sometimes, now, according to this question, it sounds like there would be childcare costs. But the truth mm -hmm. of the matter is, we've seen the question, we've seen some responses, and this person eventually divulges that some of the childcare burden or, or responsibility, what have you, is going to fall on grandparents, and there's no cost there. So let's assume for a moment that there's 
barely any commute. Maybe it's a 10 minute mm-hmm. drive or less. And you have family or friends who can step in for the childcare thing. I, then, I mean, it, it almost seems like a no brainer as long as I go back to what are we talking about? Because we're talking the difference between a $50,000 a year job and an 88000 uh, mm-hmm. uh, $88, a year job. I'm guessing, unless you're woefully underpaid, that that means you're changing job scope and responsibility. Mm-hmm. And then you just got to ask yourself, where are you going to be the most happiest? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I worked for an organization for 10 years, and I really grew to love that organization. Um, I, w- I don't think I would have stayed 10 years if I didn't love what I was doing, enjoy the people I was working with, and the work I actually, the actual work I did, I really enjoyed. Well, things changed, and they no longer needed me in one particular role. They wanted to send me into another role. And this caused a great disturbance in just me. Like, it didn't sit right. I didn't, I had the knowledge, skills, and abilities for this other role, but it wasn't what I was passionate about. Mm -hmm. And I was, they were asking me to go from something that I loved doing. I got up every day. I, I wouldn't say I was necessarily looking forward to going to work, but I didn't dread going to work. And all of a sudden they wanted me to do this other thing. And I dreaded it. I was like, I don't want to. And I walked away from something that paid even more than what this person's asking because I didn't want to. I I wasn't Mm. happy. I was still going to be able to work from home, so I still didn't have to commute and all that other stuff, but it wasn't going to make me happy. And so there is a lot to be said for working in a way that brings you great passion and joy. For me personally, it's because the job I was doing, I got to flex the spiritual gifts given to me by my creator that I'm just like, this is awesome. And then the other thing was like, like it was kind of similar, but it wasn't the same. And I'm like, I'm not going to be able to flex that muscle the same way. And Mm -hmm. it just wasn't going to make me happy. And there's something to be said for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, similarly, you know, I think I've mentioned, but in, if people don't know, I mean, when my husband and I decided to be full-time travelers, full-time RVers, right? We had to make a decision. He had to quit his job, right? He quit his job so we could do this. And, and so what did that do? Well, we lost, right? We, our income changed. Mm -hmm. It dropped by about 50%. So, and we knew that when we said yes to full-time RVing, we also said no to him working at least in the, the way he had been, right? So we said no to that so we could say yes to this. We have never been happier. Lots of challenges, right? Lots of struggles and things along the way, but we have never been happier and we actually love this life. And so money is not everything. It is a part of it, right? Money kind of, you know, I I say it seeps into every area of our life. And so we have to have a healthy relationship with it, but the opportunity we could have stayed and he could be, I mean, we could be making way more than we are now. 
but we chose not to because we wanted to be happy and didn't want to bring additional stress in, right? And, and we wanted to take advantage of this. And so when I look at this question, you know, happiness is really important. And I think that, and I'll, in my personal opinion, the United States has kind of gotten, we, we've gotten into this hustle, 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 and you have to work yourself to death. And you yeah. know what? I don't subscribe to that behavior. Um, you can have a really great life and not make the proverbial tons of money. You know, that's a relative term, but you don't have to continually be, um, you know, jumping up, make more and more if you're sacrificing the things that actually bring you joy in life. Right that's now, right. if you're growing and you're making more, there's nothing wrong with making more money. Nope. If you are, still have joy in life and you're still creating the life that you really want to live. But when you're sacrificing that, it's absolutely not worth it in my book. I could not agree with you more. Um, I'm all for people growing and, and making more money. I, that When I was with the organization for 10 years, that's exactly what I was doing. I started in one role, I transitioned to another, then I promoted and, and I was growing, I was growing. And it, and it, it got to a point where it was incredibly, um, uh, it was well compensated, but I enjoyed it. The, the, out, the day went by so quickly. Um, the moment that changed, I was like, I'm out, I'm out. Mm -hmm. And it, it was not an easy decision. It, um, it was a decision that was somewhat scary, but mm -hmm. where I placed my faith and where I placed my trust, I was like, this is, it's going to work itself out. And it did. And it did. Mm -hmm. And now I get to continue to operate in the spiritual gifts given, and I get to just enjoy what I do, and I don't dread, you know, getting online and, and getting work done. Okay, maybe mm -hmm. sometimes, just because, <laughs> uh, you know. For other reasons, like I procrastinated on something and I just need to get something done and that sort of thing. But other than that, mm -hmm. I truly enjoy what I do. So um, I think those are the kinds of questions that um, somebody should be considering when mm -hmm. considering like whether or not to do something. Don't let it be and don't let the end all be all just be, oh, it's a higher salary. Um, I've had plenty of clients and plenty, plenty of friends who have taken jobs for salaries and it does not pan out. They don't mm -hmm. like it or it comes with a, uh, it comes with ridiculous expectations of, Oh, well, you know, since we pay you this much, we kind of expect you to be available to us 60 hours a week. And it's like, <laughs> get out of right. here. I, <laughs> nope. Mm -mm. Right. Right. Not going to happen. You know, I might add to this, Nino, that, I, you know, there, th this might be kind of another angle to this, this question in this situation, but I would say too, if, if this, let's say it all works out and let's say that, that your costs are minimal, right? If we go under that, that let's say it adds another $28,000 to your, your income each year. If you go into it, because I, I do know people that have done this with the plan of how you're going to really use, how that money can really benefit you. So maybe you're, maybe you're looking at this as a short term thing, right? Maybe there are some goals or things that you've been really working kind of to push. So, you know, I do use the term, uh, short term sacrifices for long term goals. What am I willing to do right now? So I, I can do a lot of what I really love in the future. 
So, you know, maybe that could apply to this as well, right? That maybe it could work out if you have, you put a really solid plan in place. And so you can use these extra funds to get where it is that you want to go, right? Maybe it's paying off debt. Maybe this would allow you to pay off the rest of your debt. And so then you would have more choices, right, mm. going forward. Maybe you are investing this money, right? And so this is what you you want to do for the next year and you could put you know a fair amount of this money into some type of investment so it allows you to get to kind of where you want to go a little bit quicker i as long as you're not really sacrificing your happiness but you're going into it with a plan of knowing okay how can i make this work the best for me because it's not just the additional money because as you know lifestyle creep is a thing too and we can let additional money really fly out the window and then we're asking ourselves why did we really do this right and so i think there's that other little angle to this question that if you have a really solid plan maybe for a short period of time this could really benefit you to kind of get those those goals and get those steps down that you are working on right and and it can make a huge impact in your life and you know as as you do so often you, you really kind of um pleasantly surprised me with like a different angle, a different perspective. Cause it's just things I don't think about. And I'm like, well, duh, that was like right there, just right for the taking. And that is think about it. like this person is asking about whether or not to take a really large increase. And it's because like you, you have this amazing knack for like, reading between the lines because what the like i did earlier with the word but and it's like mm -hmm. money's important but these other things are more important you just did it in another way where it's like obviously this person is considering a large increase but why what are those goals that this person's trying to achieve that obviously more money would help them to achieve but like let's not go into it just because it's more money let's go into it because i have these very specific goals and this might be a path to achieving those. And then it might also lead to this other thing on the other side. Like, mm -hmm. just a really astute analysis of, like, seven words on a page, but really being able to break <laughs> those down and be like, this is what the person's really asking. Yeah, right. The things that they're really considering. Mm -hmm. Because they wouldn't, I, I don't, you know, I don't know that I would consider it unless it was really going to allow me to get to a different place in life, right? Um, and I'm looking at this thinking, that is a pretty significant jump. And so what could that allow me to do, right? Doesn't mm -hmm. have to be forever. Just like anything in life, it, it doesn't have to be forever. But with a good solid plan, what could this allow me to do? What could I accomplish in, let's say, a year's time, right? That maybe would take me three years to do otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's so interesting because it makes me think about, about a bunch of other things that I won't go down the rabbit hole on, but I think about your, your point about it's seasonal, right? Like not everything is for forever. It's just seasonal. And so like um, if, if in a season, a period of time of like one or two years at $33,000 a year, truly moves the needle on something else that is important to you. But that's what this, this whole conversation from the get go has been about what is important to the person making the decision. Mm -hmm. Because if, if 
being more flexible because working from home allows you to be more flexible and take care of your kids and spend more time with your kids is more important than maybe paying off debt a little bit earlier, then that's fine. And you, you don't owe anybody an explanation for that. And you, right. you make the decision that's right for you. But if $33,000 a year, if, if, you, if you're going to be able to hold on to most of that and not just the $1,000 that we kind of calculated earlier, and that's going to help you maybe pay off your student loans. Like right, right now, maybe you're on a plan to pay them off in four years, but you can pay them off in a year because of this change. And if that's really important to you, well, then that's, you don't owe anybody an explanation for that as well. So I really just kind of appreciate the deeper dive into understanding, like make a decision based on what's most important to you, not just the dollars and cents. Well, isn't that what we do best, Nino, when we're talking mm-hmm. through all of these situations is looking at all the angles and it's not just a one size fits all kind of situation, right? That That's there are so many angles and things that we can look at. Most importantly is what works best for you and, and having the conversation, right? About looking at the different angles, being open enough. I love that the the person posted this question because that also shows me that they're looking for other insights. They're looking for other people's perspectives. Maybe they didn't see everything. Maybe they haven't thought everything through, right? And so they are open enough to listening to all everybody else's perspectives, and then they can make a really good informed decision from there. So kudos to them for even putting this question out there and being open enough to listen to all the different perspectives and things that they maybe didn't consider from the beginning. And that's exactly why I wanted to, to take an opportunity uh, on this episode to address it because exactly to that, that point about, I appreciate that they were able to put it out there, but one of the reasons I think they're putting it out there is for everything you just said about just different perspective and seeing things in a, in a way, you know, we, covered a couple of things, questions that I would have or whatever that maybe they didn't think about. And it's like, ah, right. Okay. I didn't think about that. Um, and so I hope our listeners kind of benefit from that same like aha moment of, Oh, okay. Like when considering these things, consider all things, um, down to how much more gas will you be consuming and how much is it going to cost you? And is that cost worth it? Like, you know, that sort of thing. We need to consider it all, right? So we can make a really good decision on what fits our lives the best. So that's right. Well, as always, a great conversation, uh, kind of pulling back, um, you know, what seems to be so simple and obvious and and really just kind of having a more thorough uh, conversation about this, that, and the other. So I appreciate it as always, Sarah, and we'll continue this conversation next time. Thank you for listening to the New Money Habits Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Keeping Up with the Joneses Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes. Join our growing group of like-minded people on Facebook and follow us on your favorite platform. Music provided by Summer School.